No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. This is John Barber, singer and lead guitarist for the Disco Biscuits, speaking to you about the Touchdowns All Day with John Barber podcast on the Osiris Podcast Network. On our podcast, we listen to Disco Biscuits music. We listen to a lot of other kinds of music. We listen to a lot of improv music. And I discuss what it takes, the clutch decisions that make epic jams. Use the hashtag touchdowns all day on all social media networks thank you so much for listening we love you so so very much touchdowns all day is not responsible for any cankles head wounds k-holes cross-species insemination loss of hearing vision or appetite do not delay seeking medical or professional attention because of something you heard on this podcast touchdowns all day is not a substitute for a normal entertaining podcast please use hashtag touchdowns all day responsibly in the event of a medical emergency call 911 So, Roddy, you, you said what, what defines ready? 
No, I said defiant ready. Uh, um, ready. <laughs> I don't. That's a hard word to define. It is in the state of ability say, to continue okay. or begin. To continue the okay. ability to begin. A state of being able to in begin. ready. No, nope, you can't <laughs> use the shit. word. You can't Damn. use the word, Mel. What? Welcome back to Heads Talking, everybody. How you doing out there? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, I never know when the hell you started. Oh shit! Everybody's looking at their phones. You can tell. Around. You he, could tell. He gets a I'm he gets an inflection in I his am voice. I'm not paying attention. Well, we all know that. All I go. Well, normally you talk like this, and then when you're and on, then I, and then I sound like this yeah. when I'm turn on the mic. In case anyone out there is wondering what yeah. it sounds like in real world, Melanie has picked our first story based on headline. Uh, so if this is your first heads talking, uh, my name's Aaron. I'm one of the hosts of this subset of the No Simple Road podcast. And I have my family here with me. I'm Ryder. I'm Mel. I'm Apple. And what we do is every week we tackle the really hard hitting news stories and give you a heads perspective on them. By hard hitting, I mean completely non-political having nothing to do with any of the bullshit out there. None of us knows what the story is going to be. We don't pre-plan this. We don't set it up in advance. We sit down at the table and somebody picks a story based on a headline. I can tell the future, so I do know. Except for Ryder. Ryder knows what's up. Ryder knows what's up. So we pick a headline and then we read you guys the story. We're hearing it for the first time too. Then we discuss it. We usually do a couple of them. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'll pull the curtain back and Mel will begin reading. All right, guys, this is a story that... How my life got flipped, turned upside down? Um, <laughs> yes. This is the um, title. Wildlife cameras are accidentally capturing humans behaving badly. What What website is this from? This is from... I. This is an app that I get. It's called The Medium. Okay, cool. And so um, this is by James Deneen. Can we make a prediction of what we think humans acting badly means? No, let's just hear the story. story. Okay. The the underline is scientists face an ethical dilemma over what to do with their human bycatch. (laughs) All right. To study wildlife, Dr. Nima Harris, an assistant professor in the ecology and evolutionary biology department at the University of Michigan, uses camera traps remotely triggered cameras that take pictures when they detect movement and body heat. Harris, a wildlife biologist, is not typically interested in humans, but sometimes they spill... Oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes they still end up in her photographs. Sometimes we spill stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. She probably does catch some spills. Mm -hmm. Uh, Between 2016 and 2018, Harris led the first published camera trap survey ever, conducted in Burkina Faso and Niger, originally conceived to focus on the critically endangered West African lion. But Harris ended up capturing so much human activity that she expanded the focus of her study to include how humans were using the area. (laughs) Research on human activity in the wildlife preserve had typically relied on humans reporting their own actions, but with the cameras, Harris could see what they were actually doing. Oh, shit. Because they're like night vision cameras and shit. (laughs) The data emerged to be a really interesting story that I felt compelled to tell, Harris says. Even in studies conducted in remote nature reserves meant to capture wildlife at its wildest, people showed up. (laughs) Wow. When cameras, when camera traps inadvertently capture human activity, it's called human bycatch. And according to a 2018... Why is there a word for that? I don't know. I didn't mean Because it keeps on happening. Gotta be a word. Hold your comments. And according to a 2018 University of Cambridge study, Harris is far from the only researcher to have to end up with humans in the data. The study included a survey of 235 scientists across 65 countries about their experiences with human bycatch. And 90% of them reported capturing some images of people in their most recent projects. Even in studies conducted with remote nature reserves meant to capture wildlife at its wildest, people still show up. I read that twice because it was in the, you know, in bold. So are we good? Um, no, not yet. Okay. As in Harris's study, this human data doesn't always stay bycatch. Nearly half of respondents to the Cambridge survey said that they used images of people apparently involved in illegal activity 
to inform wildlife management efforts. Many of them had reported images to law enforcement, others to conservation staff, and some to the media. All this despite only 8% of projects having set out to capture images of people. So only 8%. But the, everybody's catching it. Mm-hmm. Other camera trap surveys have used the human data explicitly for law enforcement. A 2012 study meant to monitor the endangered Bengal tiger in the Bangladesh Sundar- Sundarbans captured evidence of poaching. In 2016, authors of the original tiger study conducted another camera trap survey, this time focused explicitly on capturing illegal human activity on the reserve. Mm-hmm. There are now even camera traps designed specifically to capture images of people. <laughs> Those are people traps. That's what um, I, yeah, I saw the thing on that. All right, we good? Um, I guess this yeah. is a pretty long. Yeah, okay, we get um, we get the gist. Yeah. Do they have any like specific things they caught people doing? Oh, I, that's what well, I like was the trying illegal to. Thing. I thought there was a thing recently I saw that was on them setting those up to catch poachers. Yeah, mainly mm-hmm. on game preserves and stuff. But well, that was the thing that that caught me out of that is that these are in game preserve. And animal conservation areas, and they're catching people. What mm-hmm. the fuck are you doing? First of all, on a game preserve, poaching wild animals running around. And yeah, at night, poaching. Okay. Yeah. Or fucking, because that's the other thing I think people get caught doing on these cameras. Well, too. yeah, I'm sure. Because I yeah, I'd ma- here and there, but I'd imagine it's more of like they said illegal activities. I don't know if there's law against fucking. It doesn't. Well, you're not sure. Yeah, on the game preserve, exposure. Yeah, yeah, but you're in the middle of nowhere. You're not like in public. Who are you exposing to? The lion. He doesn't want to see your your schmuckle. Lion doesn't wear pants. Okay. That's a that's just a ballsy move. If that is what get it you're ballsy. Doing. Yeah, ballsy. <laughs> you're out there naked on a game preserve. You the, they talk about the up. privacy too. Like now you can't do anything in an open world because you're going to get caught. That's, well, these are game. These so are what? It's an open. You're like, on the planet yeah. Earth, and now well, there's cameras taking pictures of you out in the jungle. In a preserve, like in your a, wedgies, in a, in a fenced your off, in a fenced off area. That's like, hey, don't well, go. Well, no, in here. it wasn't this all of that. Like, I th- this was she's doing studies, but it's not only in wildlife. Oh, it's, it's, a, also, it's also in addition okay. to wildlife Got preserves it. and things like that. That's the thing with. So we don't even really pay attention to it. It's become so commonplace and everyday when you drive around. There is a camera, mm-hmm. literally, on Everywhere. every Everywhere. street sign, mm-hmm. street light. And, and in everyone's hand. And if, I was just, yeah, I was just going to say, if not on <laughs> Those a street are worse. light or something, and people, yeah, that's real worse because they're focused. They're like, well, what's he doing? That, that's, you know, like yeah. It, everybody's all up in everybody's business. It's so commonplace that we don't even think about the implication of being monitored all the time, mm-hmm. of, of having eyes on us. You are rarely, uh, I'm not going to say never, but rarely are you ever private. Even yeah. in your own bedroom, you've got your phone with you. Phone, iPads, mm-hmm. computers. It, so there is the potential for somebody to be watching you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which is. And listening all and, the time. And knowing and willingly. Yeah. We, we're doing it willingly, whether oh, we're yeah. like, oh, I don't think that's. No, you're if you have a phone, you're allowing it. Or if you have Echo, Alexis, yeah, yeah. any of that stuff, it's listening. Alexis. Who's Ale- Alexis? Or, Is that or, a new or thing? no, Alexis. Alexis can do that too. Though. Alexis. Alexis. <laughs> That's a stripper from Vegas. She does not follow us around. Alexis she's, is a luxury bug. car. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's a peeper. No, oh. you know, when we were talking to Chris Dyer yesterday, he said we were talking about our ages and. We're all around the same age. And he was like, so you guys remember a world before the internet? Like, yeah. you, you understand what that means. It's different for you than a millennial because it, yeah, because it, of that. And it's, if you stop and think about it, it's jarring that at any time of the day or night, if you're outside of your home, you can pretty much be captured, captured doing, doing, anything. doing anything. And, and that's not even to mention uh, the technology with making video look the way that you want it to look rather than... Or satellite mm. surveillance. Like, you could literally be out in the middle of the fucking desert of nowhere with no trees to hide any cameras, and they 
it's you could still be being watched. I there's a God. I wish I could remember the website to tell you guys about out there, but there's a website that there's a certain satellite that's orbiting the planet right now, mm-hmm. and it's a camera satellite, and from space, it can zoom in in focus to see the brand of eyeglasses. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, they've had that for a long time. They focus, so they did that years but like ago. You can where they go on to on a do- the website, on a dime on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and see like the data of it. That's been around for a while. It, you can go on there. It's it's um it's captured pictures, and you can zoom in on them, and then it there. I'm not sure. I don't think there's a real time. Okay. Because of the implication of that, you, right, people would be sketchy. on there following their fucking wife or their boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. But this thing, seriously, the the uh, example that I saw, it was a a football stadium, and obviously from space, you could, I mean, from high up, you could see the U shape or the oval shape of the football stadium, and then you just keep mousing, you know, mouse wheeling, and it zooms in and zooms in. And pretty soon you could see the people and then you could individual faces and then you can literally see facial hairs and like logos on T-shirts. And this thing's in space that paired with facial recognition, whoever's watching could know exactly where you are at any time. So what does that mean for well, us? Well, think about like if you're yeah. you accused of something, you're like, no, I have an alibi. I was at Chipotle on Thursday <laughs> night. And you then even go to Chipotle, Next Mel. thing you know, I know, I, I don't know why I said Chipotle. <laughs> but next thing know you know, they like hit up Chipotle and are like, hey, I need the footage from 908 to 923. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they do do. That's like you a said regular do-do. practice. They practice. do do. Yeah, but it's no, not everywhere used to have cameras. Right. Now everywhere oh. has cameras. So like, yeah, they used to do that when they, like if a company had sur- surveillance or security cameras, now everything has cameras and it's That's no big ever- deal. So how does that make you feel? To I, me, I've always been one of those that says it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to until me. Until it does. Like, I'm not doing anything that I care about anybody. I mean, there's like, I'm like not up anything. I'm not doing anything <laughs> bad. I'm, like, okay, so you capture me on camera. You put one in the shitter for all I care. Okay, if that's what you want to watch. It's, to me, it's just like I'm not doing anything that I'm worried about So it, I, somebody's seeing. I get where you're coming from, and I, I feel like that. But it is an invasion of privacy. I feel like that, too. But then I, I think about, like, and this is an extreme example, but stick with me. In Nazi Germany... People were okay. They were okay with uh, stuff that was happening before shit got really bad. And then once shit got really bad, those rules that they were like, nah, who cares, were the rules that were putting them in work camps. Yeah, but okay. the whole country was going on. Like, well, and I'm, and just, I'm, I'm, just, and I'm not okay different. with it. It's, it's just like very, whatever. very is it? different climate. The only thing you can do if you're not okay with it is like don't have a phone or anybody, you know, like living off the grid or something. They still see you by satellite. Yeah, There's no, we're not going to get them to take all it. the traffic cameras down. We're not going to get them to stop doing so behave security yourself. surveillance. <laughs> well, I mean, you got nothing to worry about. And they can they can barely pass a new bill right now without <laughs> there being some protest that turns into a riot. I don't think we have to worry that much about them like implementing su- some new super state. It, it would Not literally, right it would turn into a civil war. And it is weird. I, I, I like, we are jaded to I really, totally. I really have gotten in the last three years because working in the cannabis industry, I'm on camera oh, all the yeah. time. And being video it's, and voice recorded It's as in well. the parking lots. It's point three hundred and sixty degrees in the entire building except for the bathroom and the broom closet. Oh, now I know it's where to get into the I'm going to crawl up the toilet. Yeah, but it's, I just got, at first I thought that was weird, and I'd look at the camera, and now I, yeah, I forget they're there, just like we forget they're there on the traffic signals. It's become uh, commonplace. And to, like you were saying, I'm less worried about, <laughs> like, the government videotaping me than I am about, like, Some people. creep. Uh, like, we're like even warned creeper. in my job that, like, people will have their phone and, like, videotape you and trying to get, try to get you to say shit on camera Ugh. so they can oh, do gross, stuff dude. about it. Like so it's, yeah, it's... I'm more worried about that than the government knowing where I am. They already fucking know where I am. Well, well like, years ago, remember when they... I remember that came when they 
first started having phones and they had to, they had to out, they were banned in a lot of schools for a while. Cause like girls were taking pictures of the hot cheerleader in the shower and then distributing it oh to all the guys God. for like, I'll send this to that you shit ain't happening now. Like man. monetary. Mm-mm. Yeah, it is. Well, you, you I'm sure it is it. all the time. Yeah. It's Snapchat. It happens all the time. People taking pictures on Snapchat and sending it to whoever they want. And then it disappearing in Ugh, half. There's and, creepers all over. Yeah, I guess the creeps will creep. Yeah. I forget who it was, but somebody said to me, uh, dude, oh, somebody at work, they were like, we were talking about having Alexa. I was like, yeah, I have, I have a couple of them in the house. And they were like, you, out of all the people I know, would be the last person I would think would have Alexa or Google Home or any of that shit in their house. And, and they're like, you're allowing a listening device in your own home? And, and I was like, bro. You carry your fucking phone with you everywhere you go. But I, I understand where they're coming from. That's a it's another ultimate invasion of a privacy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can turn your phone off, you can leave it in the other room, but it's in your freaking bedroom. It's listening to everything. Like I was on the computer the other day and I was on the phone and I said something about my new computer and she was like, Listening. <laughs> like, bitch, and I, I just nobody was, asked you. I was Sam. having a conversation. And I, I, I know hey, it's dude. like I know it's like a, a a nothing distinction but like the phone isn't a listening device it's a device that listens they literally like here's this device that will listen to everything you say put it in your kitchen and in your bedroom and everyone was like yeah uh uh-huh yeah no totally Oh, dude, it'll it'll like do timers and stuff, <laughs> right? You mean it'll give me That's recipes you. and ask for it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Aaron, Aaron, I don't want it. None of us would have it in the house if it wasn't for Aaron. Yeah, no, it wouldn't no, it, it, at all. That's what I was just gonna say. And Aaron's the one that Aaron's the only one that can command it most of the time because it, we all do. Because you have to yell at it five no, times. She listens to me. You we haven't Aaron, understand. We it, could tell barely. what Aaron is doing when you're in the house because if he's gonna if he's watching TV, you know, because he's like Xbox on. Yeah, you Xbox, always know Xbox it on. Dude, dude, it's gonna turn on. No, you gotta be cool. No, it's on. not. It, it doesn't not, listen to anyone me. but you, and you have to say it three times <laughs> anyway. The kitchen, Alexa. If these things worked better, <laughs> yeah, right. It, right. If they worked better, I'd be a little more inclined to be like, all right, fine, whatever. But you, yeah. I don't want to fucking yell at it. Now uh, I feel mean. You have to know how to speak to her. She. Okay. It has to be firm. Let's let's go even Direct further down the rabbit hole of a far away from the original conversation. Check this out. So that thing, the uh, uh, Alexa algorithm, mm-hmm. right, is artificial intelligence. Yeah, and it's <clears throat> it's being fed constantly. It it's there's input and data going into that thing in the form of human voice requests. And commands constant, probably constantly, right? Probably conversation too. And conversation, so it's learning all the time. That thing is conscious. It may not be self-aware, but it's conscious. It is doing something on its own without us having to do it, based on the input that it's receiving. So it's alive, in my opinion. That thing is alive. Maybe not in the sense of a human being with, with feelings and who knows. Well, I have a relationship with that thing. I treat it nice. It listens to me. <laughs> I don't well, know what to tell you, man. That, that's a there, now that's a different conversation. Is it alive? I think so. Well, it, it's alive in the fact that you can, you can have a relationship with it. Well, you can Just have like a relationship it, with a book or with a pillow, like totally. the Japanese dude okay. that married Absolutely. his pillow. Or a car. Or, There's a guy that fucks his car. They, they did that. There's a lot of guys that fuck their car. <laughs> well, now they have like the refrigerators that do all all the stuff and everything. They made fun. They were making fun of that on speaking of which, episode I'm, I'm of Modern we Family tweet from our new refrigerator. Why didn't we get one that I can tweet from? Because we can't afford one. That's fair. We can't own anything nice. We would already broke it. Yeah, yep. that's fair. But they did that on, on Modern Family where they were both jealous of each other because they both had, they were spending too much time with the refrigerator. They were like catching each other. They'd walk, they walked in the house. It was Cam and Mitch. And they oh, walks in and he hears Mitch in like laughing and having a good time. And he stands there and listens and he's talking to the refrigerator. And they, and they both end up getting jealous of each other's relationship with the fridge. I mean, that's really, well, it's true. That's where stuff is getting further away. To. You remember that movie, Her? Oh yeah. yeah, yes. We're getting real close. Dude, I f- I don't know where I saw it. It was in my internet travels and it said uh, 
science it was a picture I think it was that one meme with the car tearing off the freeway. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh-huh. and it was like the cure for cancer or science. And then the cure for cancer was going straight and sex robots was the turnoff. And, and then, the car's fucking well, yeah. flying mm-hmm. towards the turnoff. That, that's, well, that's it, 100%. Yeah. Like, we just want robots that we can bang. And, like, the Japanese are working very hard at perfecting that. Some of this, have you seen that there's a, it's on Netflix that. that ex- I haven't seen it lately. But yeah, it, there, it's one of the it's one it's like each each show is a different topic. Oh, it's like um, explained or, or love, one of those sex, like, love and robots or something like that. No, no, that's all the cartoons and stuff. Oh, no, okay. this is like documentary oh, no, on no. things. Okay, and, and it was and? just showing how lifelike they're getting the faces and the movements and the inflections. I think I watched part of it with you. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's. It's, it's creepy. creepy and it won't it won't but, be lifelike until they can fix the eyes. Okay. That is always the problem. I, I, the whole thing is that's weird. And I mean, I, 14 year old me is all for it and gets it. <laughs> Sex robot. Yeah. Hey, Vagina on wheels. If that can <laughs> stop someone from, from cornering a lady in a, in an alley and doing what they yeah, gotta do. That, like honestly, would it? wouldn't it? I don't know, man. People are weird. That's and a, creepy. Uh, yeah, it may deter a little bit, but it, it will never stop. No, it, it will never stop be it the completely because there'll be the people who get yeah. off on there, that specifically. Yeah, but there it is. That and ha, do you remember a movie called Surrogates? No, I think that was what it's called. I think Bruce Willis was in it. it, it Vaguely, everybody. So they perfect the robot thing. I hope it's Surrogates. Oh, and they have a copy, and it's not like even. A clone. It's, yeah, it's kind of like a clone. Your consciousness kind of goes into the thing. It's kind of like the Matrix. Like you're in the body of this robot, but you're in this like pod thing. And so the people that are out in the world aren't really people. They're the other people are like shut-ins at home. And so the hot girl that works at the coffee shop could be a fat dude. I remember yeah. a movie like okay. that. It didn't have Bruce Willis. We might be thinking about two different movies. It was like, but that's what true. Life I was or thinking of the like island that. with Scarlett no, Johansson, no. you and McGregor, where they're they're real people, clones. That that movie people, was crazy, and they get body parts from them and yeah. stuff. Like if something you happens win to the you, lottery to go to the yeah, island. you won the lottery yeah. because <laughs> oh, we no, need your you kidneys and your right arm. And all right, so we have derailed all the way from the nature preserve and well, the cameras. Well, it's all but it about an invasion. It started with, uh, yeah, with, yeah. The, yeah, with privacy and, and technology and getting will, out of hand. I will say, though, I'm, I have no problem with them setting up cameras in the forest to catch uh, poachers. poachers. Totally. No problem at all. It's None. never going to get less than it is now. It's only going to increase our it's just like lack of privacy, our everybody listening. I mean, we're literally doing it for anybody who wants to like mm-hmm. we're opening up our house telling them where we're going to giving them our schedule we're telling them who we talk to well, you guys, how we feel our people that pass away like we're already like there doing it you guys there. know yeah. about the security camera thing right like no. people buy the security cameras or baby cameras and put them up and they're like wi-fi enabled so you can watch away from home but if you don't change the default password people are breaking into them anywhere can get in and want yes, to see you i saw that there's a whole website so what dedicated are they doing like it. war driving around like people no, are hacking you it, into you can do it online from anywhere you don't have to be on the same wi-fi network oh my god people were hacking into other people's homes Why would you want to watch a baby it's not about just a baby. It's, it's about, about people having sex or see if they're home so you can break in uh, or some of them, some a million of them things. I'm so naive sometimes. Some of I was going to say, speakers. yeah, crooks and voyeurs. Yeah. And some of them have speakers and they'll play like, somebody is walking behind you. Oh like, my from God. Through this. It just, I just to like, yeah, shit. to fuck with people. Oh, they yeah. Well, find a hobby. All a the, better hobby. Yeah, than, right. Than I was going to say, that is a hobby. Yeah, I guess it is. I'm all for... I love technology. I love gadgets and stuff like that. I really do. How many Fitbits do you have now? Like 12. <laughs> Two. But <laughs> I that part of it f- kind of freaks me out. 
that that all all that stuff. It's, well, you know, it'll like only the, freak you out until it doesn't. It's just going right? to become more commonplace. Until the jacuzzi gets warmer and the frog is dead. You know, mm-hmm. like the running joke about like the the tech enthusiasts. Wait, do you put frogs in a jacuzzi? No, the pot. Sorry. Go ahead, writer. <laughs> the like tech enthusiast versus the like IT specialist. Like the tech enthusiast has like the whole home integration and 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 like electric locks and everything, and the IT specialist has like. A wooden stove <laughs> and, an, and a computer from 1998 that is bolt. never yeah and a deadbolt because because totally. they know what people can fucking mm-hmm. do and get into. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do one more. Okay. All right. All right, everybody, shake it out. Deep breaths. We're changing gears. Okay. Here we go. This is from Fox Business. This is published four days ago, and the title of the article is. Feds crack down on emotional support animals on flights. All right. In the biggest change, the department suggests no longer considering an emotional support animal to be a service animal. All right. Ready? Uh, Washington. The U.S. Transportation Department on Wednesday proposed the new rules aimed at preventing passengers from falsely claiming their pets or service animals aboard U.S. airline flights. In the biggest change, the department suggests no longer considering an emotional support animal to be a service animal. Federal law allows passengers with disabilities to travel with service animals. The department said the proposal is, quote, intended to ensure a safe and accessible air transportation system, end quote, and will be open for public comment, adding it wants to ensure that individuals with disabilities can continue using their service animals. U.S. airlines, including Southwest Air, Delta, United, and American Airlines, have moved to limit emotional support animals in cabins to largely dogs and cats after a growing number of passengers were bringing a wide variety of exotic pets that could pose a safety risk. Do they have a list of examples? Because I got one. Hang on. Airlines in recent years reported a big jump in travelers bringing animals aboard. Delta noted in 2018 that some passengers, quote, attempted to fly with comfort turkeys, gliding possums known as sugar gliders, snakes, and spiders, while American Airlines in 2018 said it would not allow a wide variety of creatures on flights as support animals, including goats, ferrets, hedgehogs, amphibians, and reptiles. The Trump administration's proposal would define a service animal as, quote, a dog that is individually trained to do work or perform tasks for the benefit of a person with a disability. The administration's proposal would consider a psychiatric service animal to be a service animal and require that same training and treatment of psychiatric service animals as others. Airlines would be able to require forms developed by the TSA. That, was I like, a, that wasn't an elephant. That was a service elephant. That was a pygmy service elephant. Here we go. We're almost done. Airlines would be able to require forms developed by the transportation department attesting to a service animal's good behavior. Oh, he's a good boy. Certifying the service animal's good health and if taking a long flight, attesting that the service animal has the ability to either not relieve itself or can relieve itself in a sanitary manner. What the fuck? Yeah, because if you're trained, hey, then you, you can go on the toilet on the or you can oh, pee on a pad or whatever. Or a lot of them have diapers. All right, I, you guys get the point. Yep. Yeah. So the first of all, I want to circle back to who the fuck brought a comfort turkey? Do you not remember? That's fucking awesome. Do you not remember like a year ago, maybe six months ago, there's that whole story about the person who brought their emotional support peacock on the plane? No. <laughs> yeah, there was like a, le- they brought a legitimately didn't brought it, a Wait, peacock. I do remember. Didn't yeah. it attack somebody? No, it was perfectly fine. It was a very was well a behaved peacock. peacock, but they brought it on the plane Can and there was just a all peacock these peacock screaming on a plane. Oh my God, dude. I would punch the person and the peacock. It was mm-hmm. a very well behaved peacock. peacocks. I would. No, you wouldn't. On a plane, you're not welcome back in Hornets. On a plane, I would. Oh, okay. On a train, I would. Yeah. <laughs> has no business. Peacock has no business being on a plane. No, it doesn't. I well, agree. So I need to have my sugar glider with me? Yeah. No. I'm going to have a panic attack if I don't have my sugar glider with no, me. No, you're not. No, I people abuse the fuck out of this, and yes. I'm, I'm actually all for this. I'm, I'm, I'm pro-mental health all the way, but people <laughs> abuse this. This is another case of a bunch of idiots ruin this for everybody. Yeah, it needs to go by. I like whatever the, the proposed thing of being backed away. I mean, that's how it started of like that. A trained animal that provides a service. That does not mean a dog that just sits there because you're lonely and needs your pet yeah. with you. Mel. And I'm sorry if this upsets anybody, but it has gotten ridiculous. 
everybody does it. We have it daily at our dispensary. People get all upset and they're like, it's my, it's a service animal. And it's like, okay, where's your car? And they, people get so bent, even if it is a service animal, they get so bent out of shape when you ask to see like the license or whatever, because they're supposed to have like a vest with it on them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Clearly seen. Mm -hmm. Nobody does that. And then they get mad if you ask to see the credentials. Well, just like, like, just like remembering the world before the internet. I remember the world before everybody had a dog at the airport. And I said this to Mel. Do you remember, Mel, when we were flying back from Vegas recently? And I was like, don't you remember when it was like a huge deal to fly with a pet? Yeah, It was a really big thing. Yeah, you had to like have it underneath the plane. And if you were going to, yeah, like you had to have like all these documents from your vet. And it was a hassle. You had to like be moving and want to like move with this pet. But... It's, it is ridiculous. People are just wanted, and I know it because my own sister, she like got the papers just to make Jack her like dog. And then her boyfriend did the same thing. And she's not the only one. Her friend, everybody does it. So I know people that personally have done this. And then people that I've seen that you can clearly see that dog is not no fucking trained nothing. (laughs) It's yeah. just not. That's and a, then what about people? What about people that are allergic to cats and shit like that? And, and so dogs. you got to sit on a fucking plane right next to somebody who's faking their emotional. That's not fair. Like if everybody just travels, like you have to travel solo. Sorry, you have to travel solo. If you need to go somewhere, you need to either get a babysitter. You need to like you got to be and, an and adult about that, it. That, and we all love our pets. And I get being emotionally well, attached I love my to dog, them. But, but if you're so emotionally attached to your pet that you cannot go on a trip or something, then you shouldn't be going nowhere. Stay at home with your pet. You know? <laughs> you, ain't going, you ain't going on a fucking plane. I mean, that's I harsh, mean, but it, I get no, where you're coming from. Of, I'm with you, Apple, because you're going like Tahiti and you got some fucking emotional pet dog. Like, come on. That's that Go to right. Tahiti. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. Man. Go to Tahiti. Smoke a joint. Fuck. Yeah. No, I, my, I agree. My grandma used to, like, for the longest time, and this was like back before everyone started doing this, uh, she bought a fake fucking vest for her dog. She would bring her dog yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. It, like, Why? I don't... Because you, well, you don't want to leave it at she home. She's crazy, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, Why though? Like, Siri, literally, I, I, because she didn't want to leave her dog at home. Because he didn't Darwin. like his smoking jacket. Yeah, right. He's his tuxedo jacket. He's like, I need a cleaner. vest. I need room for movement. Yeah, because oh. she, she didn't want to leave her at home. That was it. She okay. just didn't want to. Fair find enough. Me. Also, she was crazy. I know. I got. <laughs> I, I've met her. She's she's a little um, nutty. But uh, no, and she like would. She printed, instead of getting the fucking paperwork to make her dog an actual service dog, she printed out this paper saying that it was illegal in the state of Nevada to ask for service documents for a dog. And anytime and anyone, nobody wants to argue with no, that lady. No, yeah, and, and anytime anyone not. would ask, she would just hand him the paper and be like, it's legal, you're not allowed to ask. <laughs> That was, my, that was my... Uh, well, then that's when the business will say, well, we reserve the right to refuse, to refuse service, service to anybody. So yep. get to step in, lady. Yep. You and your not dog. I don't know why... To, not to her. Yeah, you not got, to my you grandma. Got your you playing know. card. I got mine. And the businesses do. We've had to turn people away. With yeah. animals coming mm-hmm. into yep. the dispensary? Yep. Why? Because they're not really allowed in there. If it's a service dog, then you kind of have to, but you need to prove it's a service dog. And you can tell, man, come on. Like, you're not getting over on anybody, guys. People bring their dogs into my job all the time. But you can tell. And my job is inappropriate for... No, no. Absolutely. There's food No, food. Yeah, food. That that becomes a health thing right there. People do it all the time. And don't get me wrong, on a personal note, I like to see dogs. Me too. Like, when I'm at work or, like, at the airport, like, oh. How cute! Like yeah, I like it cute. personally, but I still think it it shouldn't be a thing. Well, I, like unless I said, you legit need it, that's a whole different story. I'm talking about like the faker jakers. I'm okay, not so talking about is, legit. What is legit needed? Like you literally have a psychiatric issue that you cannot or a medical function problem. or a medical problem, or you're blind or something like whatever that it was in the past. In addition to any so extreme panic attacks mental, count. Um, I, if they're that bad that you get them when you're out, if you have an occasional panic attack once a month, what, no, then I mean, that's if, a judgment call that's a that judgment the, call. the doctor has no, well, to that's make. That's where get this whole issue gets so Great. tough because yeah. everybody wants whatever's wrong with them to be diagnosed as, you know, 
like legitimate diagnosis and then therefore if you tell somebody no you can't have a service animal then then it becomes a, a an issue a big yeah be, like <laughs> i was gonna say though man you can at least i can pretty much tell if it's a legit service animal or not first of all, well, not they're all the really time. well behaved yeah. they're they usually almost at least the ones i've seen have the vest you could tell the vest is legit. <laughs> when or you say they, vest in reference to pets, that's cute. It, it they do cute. have the, the service animal collars as well, but they're literally trained and to sit, they'll usually and say, stay like, quiet. don't pet me, yeah. I'm at work, shit yeah. like that. And I'm, there's a lady that brings one to the gym. And what? she brings She's, her service dog to the gym, and it lays behind the treadmill while she runs. Yeah. And... You can tell that dog is at work. It's paying attention. It's not fucking doing anything else. It's watching. Not it's barking. No. Not yeah. looking. Not bugging people. No, it's not in a little fucking tote thing that you can see through. And you know what I mean? Like yeah, yes. growling. It, and it yiping. literally has become like a fashion staple. Like Legally Blonde made it super cool to have some kind Was of coach it? purse with your, your tiny, with you adorable everywhere. little doggy in it. And that's a that's a real thing too. It's for fashion. It's a fashion thing. Yes, it is. It's yeah. like having a purse. Yes, yeah. it is. You have a purse. Mike, we have Paris a stroller Hilton, like down. Paris Hilton and all them did it. They yeah. everywhere they go, they got the little dog sticking its head out. Mel, what were you gonna say about the we stroller? Ha- we have a stroller downstairs in our basement that my sister bought for Jack. Like it's <laughs> there's pet clothes, there's nail polish, I'm there's bows. I'm gonna go ride bows. that thing down the driveway. You should. Thank there's, goodness she there's has a, so many things. I'll push you. you push me oh. Wow, man. Yeah, far yeah. out. People, well, you remember well, in people Vegas? People love people their walking pets, down the street man. with their fucking dogs. There's and nothing wrong with the love for the pets. No, there's nothing no, wrong with no, that. No, not at all. It's the, the amount of money people like my my dad and stepmom over the years have spent tens of thousands of dollars on their dogs and keeping them alive probably past the point they should be. But yes, I, do, I still don't think that your dog should be your fashion. We kids. are we are a podcast that has a dog on our logo. Yeah. We get it. We love animals. I freaking love Darwin. He's a badass. My He's one of my best Darwin friends in the go, whole world. Darwin my life goal public. is to train therapy dogs. Like that's legit. My but like. And I want to get into equine massages. I get older and Reiki. Mel wants to give Reiki to horses. I've been wanting that for a long amazing. time. You know that. Yeah, you have. Wow, that's my I secret make passion. A new breed of attack cats. I want to have sugar oh, gliders that'll fly in formation and spell things out in the air. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That would be very cool. Right. It came from the dream I had the other night where the birds were spelling. That has nothing to do with this situation. Well, no. neither did <laughs> half the things we've been yeah, talking about. I want to fish. We, fish are cool. Okay. Right on, Apple. Emotional I like turtles. support fish. Like it carry it on the plane. Carry it on the plane. Okay, okay, but imagine this. A little goldfish in a pendant that you wear around your neck. And that is my emotional support fish. It doesn't like even that. need. A, that's cool. I yeah, like that. Gonna bother nobody. No, nope. no. It's to yourself. Uh-huh. It doesn't make noise. There's no smell. There's. But no are they going to let you take it on the plane because it's water? I don't know. But got to empty but it I, out. I, first. I have. I have <laughs> questions. You talk to it. I have questions. Drink it or before, spill it. Before we finish this, I, I want to. You guys said that the dog could go potty in the toilet. On yeah, remember, I didn't say that. Didn't, I said, said that. that. I said that because do you remember um, Meet I the Fockers? Me and the kitty was flushing the toilet. Yeah. And yeah, that was a movie. I believe it still though. But the, there's have, uh, there's real have, things. People have trained their cats and dogs yeah. to do that. But yeah, a lot okay. of times cats. Okay, man. Have you been on a, a plane lately? Plane toilet plane. A toilet no, plane. plane. I've never been on, have plane. been on a toilet plane. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> it's shitty. Yeah, I don't want to go on a toilet plane. Is that how you got to Israel? I don't want to go on a toilet plane. No, have you been on an airplane <laughs> toilet lately? Yes. They're like this big. You can't get a dog on there. No, I, I'm not talking about... No, the dog shouldn't be... The animals shouldn't be on the plane. I'm talking about people who train them. They have the kits to train them, especially no, 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 cats. No, no, no. Put the litter I'm box. talking about... Hang on, Apple. The, the, hang on. Yeah. I'm talking about the article. The article said that the documentation needs to show that the animal... If it's a long flight, that the documentation needs to show that the pet can hold itself in check until you get there or that 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 it can relieve itself in a sanitary manner. I'm like a diary page. Dear Mr. Delta. Someone is like, this dog can hold his shit for a long time. Yeah. And and I'll sign off on him. They make doggy diapers. (laughs) Oh God. Okay. We, 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 look, 
I would rather sit next to a dog with a poopy diaper than a baby with a poopy diaper. So, well, okay. Anyway, I, I would that's, not. That's both, those are both. Oh yeah, gross. let's go there too. You know, <laughs> that happens. I don't. I think. I don't think babies should be allowed on planes either. <laughs> Look, it man. should be special plane, like twenty-one and over planes, like Listen, movie theaters. Jasper now. deserves to be on the plane. And yeah, that's I just all don't want him on, yeah, on his plane. own plane on, on a on baby a ten, plane. If, if it's a two-hour flight, sure, that's fine. If it's a ten-hour flight, rider, rider. <laughs> I also think it's mean to take a baby on a plane. Yeah, for ten hours, they don't understand what's going on with. Decompression and everything. Okay, coming from the the two people at the table that do not have kids, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people in this world don't have kids. I don't mm-hmm. think we should have to suffer through your guys. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. That's so there should be I separate flights. Yeah, exactly. If no, you I have, already have the answer. I'll I'm pay not fifteen extra dollars. Yeah. Do that, but you just got to go on your own. Pl- or and, and we have to go on our own. Yeah, plane. I'll pay you fifteen extra dollars yeah. for <laughs> no baby to make flight. Our own Absolutely, your own airline. No dogs. No, you know, no dogs. And you can only go if there's like a if you've had children flight. And if you've not had children, flight. Not if you've had children, if you haven't had children, just specific flights that were like, hey, yeah, there's like not the going to be kids. Single sandals resort plane. Oh. <laughs> now Apple's trying to get laid. <laughs> I mean, it's the party, I'd party plane. plane. Okay. You know what? Here's the deal fly with your babies. <laughs> yeah. And until it changes, fly with your pets. After all that, carry on as yeah, you I mean, were. Fly yeah, with your babies. You fly with your pets. It's all good. We get it. I get it. They get it. Listen, this whole thing is about life changing. This whole um, heads talking. It's about the changes. Yeah, the changes that are happening with um, time growing on us. The increased technology, which reduces our privacy, and the increase of people just wanting to do whatever the fuck they want. So they're. Yeah, just be prepared to back up your bullshit if you're trying to pull some bullshit. That's it. You just got to have some good, you know. (laughs) Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. I got paperwork that says my bullshit is bullshit. You're not allowed to do that to me. It's like, no, you need to have a better. No, that works. It does. That works. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Document your shit. Yeah. I want to see the manager haircut. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, dude. Her name's Karen. Anyway. I want to see the manager now. Oh, gosh, Karen. All the managers just quit, Karen. They just left. Don't hate on Karen. She's a sweetheart. Karen, if you're you're listening right now, we love you too, man. Karen is not a specific person. Karen is a... is an idea. She's an yeah. she's an ethos. She's an ethos. Yeah. Karen, you are an ethos. So is Chuck. And yes. um, that's just Wait, the way there's it is. another Chad, funny word for that. That's the uh, way it is. An archetype. Oh, yes. <laughs> Karen is an archetype. Jinx. <sighs> Everybody, thanks for for struggling through with us today. We learned that the Aaron's feds always are apologizing. Cracking you know down what? You on guys emotional support animals. Yeah, they I apologize. They literally asked for this. Yeah, and, they did. And people are getting caught poaching animals in the forest. Good. And doing, and doing other funky things. shit other places. So you know what? Just remember, as you go about your week this week, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Dance like no one's watching, even though you for sure are being watched. Yeah, dance watched. like nobody's watching. Yeah, Everyone's for sure. Dance watching. like everybody's watching, and and do it rad because everybody's yeah. watching. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I like or that. not dance like everybody's like, watching. That's a good one. Because everybody's me, watching. You fucking go all out, yeah, man. I'll there, tell you. Head nod. Yeah. I don't watch nobody dance when I'm dancing. I. When I'm at a Wait, show, what? I'm not paying attention to anybody else. That's oh, okay. not true. That's you bullshit. Yeah, he's always like, look at that dude over there. Look at that shirt. That was a lie. Aaron blatantly lied. You've been doing that the whole show. Now that you're not the one talking. I like that all three of us are like, bullshit. bullshit. You literally yeah, love it. Yeah, that's a fucking blatant lie, guys. We were all talking at the same time, but we were all saying the same thing. Yeah. Great. All right. This week is Mike Gordon. Yeah. At the Crystal Ball Friday room. night. Friday night. I'm actually very excited about Friday. this. Me too. And the following week is Dark Star Orchestra at the Roseland Theater. And then we have a week off. And then we've got Goose and Pigeons playing ping pong. Yes. And then the week after that is Andy fucking Frasco opening for Humphreys McGee at the Crystal. So, Damn. And then Skull and Roses Festival and Northwest String Summit and all the other things that are happening what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. 
Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil Story Made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Me and Ryder are going to go to Tool. Yeah. You guys have March to let know how it Center. Right on. No, we already decided we're not yeah, going to tell you anything say about it. We're going to say it's fine. It. Okay, cool. Be nice to each other out there. <laughs> Smile at a stranger. Be sweet. Safety third. Be nice to pets. Yeah, be nice yeah. no matter yeah. what they are. Remember Whether they're at the airport or not. Big Brother's watching. Yeah. He's So if you're being a jerk, he's going to see. Yeah, if you're doing something bad, also, you got something to worry about. You know, the Big Brother connotation, like, Big Brothers are... Yeah, but okay. Think, take care of you. think about this. You're you're being bad. What if you? It just happens to catch you putting that tab in your mouth. You're being Ooh. bad, and you didn't do shit, and you're just like trying to have a good time. Well, oh, now we're having a conversation boop, 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 about boop, 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 what should be legal, and I think legalizing psychedelics is a major thing. And yeah. thanks, guys. Bye, guys. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Peace. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life. Uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast. <laughs>